Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. My name is James Meadow. I'm a postdoctoral research associate at the University of Oregon in the Biology and the Built Environment Center. We've learned recently from the World Health Organization that more people on the planet now own cell phones than even have access to a work and toilet. This is quickly becoming one of the most universally owned items on the planet. And so if we're all going to carry these things around and, and have such an intimate bond with them, maybe we can learn a lot more about our health and about our microbial health by using them to monitor us. You mean as in a proxy measure of what's living on us and in us? Exactly. So in this paper, we were looking at something we call the personal microbiome, and that is the collection of microbes that we carry around on our personal effects, on our possessions. So there's our human microbiome, which is the sorts of microbes that live in and on us. But in fact, we encounter a whole lot of microbes as we move around in the world. My cell phone right now is sitting on the table beside me, and so it's likely picking up some bacteria that potentially someone else left behind. And those don't necessarily get integrated into my own personal microbiome, but it is a signal of how I've interacted with the world through my day. And so that was kind of our main idea is we wanted to see if we can use phones to learn more about how we interact with microbes in the world, how we interact with other people, and potentially to track our own microbial health. So what did you do? Just go around swabbing phones? Well, kind of. We took 17 people who were all perfectly healthy people and asked them to swab their index finger and their thumb and also the screen of their smartphone. We took all of those samples, took DNA out of them, and mostly we were just looking for bacteria. So bacteria have a gene that acts like, uh, like an ID card, basically. It tells us who they are, where they might have come from by association, and how many there were compared to others, right? So we can see what were the most abundant and which ones were unique to each person and unique to their own phones. Was there a strong correspondence between what comes off the phone screen and what's on their fingers? Yeah, there was. We found a really strong connection between people and phones in general. And by that I mean phones carry the same microbes that we have on our fingers. So one of the most abundant things we found was Staphylococcus. We found things like Streptococcus. But in fact, if you look a lot deeper, you can see that some of the bacteria that are unique to me are the ones that show up on my phone. Some of the ones that are unique to you show up on your phone. And so depending on how you look at it, you can distinguish a certain person's phone from everyone else's and link that person to their phone. What about the other issue that you raised, which is you're saying you've got your mobile phone on the desk next to you and it's mm -hmm. interacting with the table that other people have interacted with and put things there. Can you see mm -hmm. evidence that phones are picking up bugs and therefore a cross-section of where people have been and what they've been doing during the day, which is separate from their own microbiome? That's a really good question. That's part of the reason that we did the study. So one thing that we know from the last few years is that we shed a lot of human-associated bacteria to the world around us. So I'm sitting on this table right now 
and I've touched it already, and so it holds my bacteria. We know less about what we pick up from the world around us, right? We know that we pick up a lot when we're babies, but after that, it's a lot harder to tell whether we're actually getting bacteria from the environment. So in terms of phones, we think that this might be useful to track our interactions throughout the day in ways that we might not actually be able to see those same interactions just by looking at a person's uh, microbes on their skin. And can you then tie that to clinical health? We could then ask why some people are healthier than others, some people are less healthy than others, some people seem to go down with certain infections at certain times. Is there a link between where they go, what they interact with, and what's on their phone? We're learning a lot more every year about how our human microbiome interacts with our health. And what we hope is that we can use devices like phones that we carry around and that hold our own personal microbiome to track our health in the future and maybe even get out ahead of things that might pose some danger. For instance, I can imagine a time where a doctor or a nurse at the end of their day can put down their phone onto this machine and in a matter of a few minutes, we'll know whether there's a risk of them taking a pathogen home to their family, or in the beginning of the day, whether they might be taking something into a sensitive healthcare facility. Is there any difference between the phones that are carried by men and the phones that are carried by women? That's a really interesting question. It was one of the surprising things about our study. We did expect that there would be some gender difference because men and women have slightly different microbes that we carry around. But what we found is that, yes, you can definitely tell whether it was a man's phone or a woman's phone or a man's finger or a woman's finger. But, in fact, women are more closely related to their phones than are men. In other words, they shared more bacteria with their own phones than with anyone else's. And how I'm do you, how really do you sure account for that? I mean, do you think it's something as mundane as the fact that men have pockets and so they're going to spend less time with their phone in their hand physically? I think those are perfectly good possibilities. We can't really say from this study because we were just really looking at it a one-time uh, snapshot. It could be, like you said, that we, we interact with them differently. One sex puts them in their pockets more often than the other. Maybe one sex tends to wash their hands better than the other. I'm not really sure. What about talk time? Does one sex spend longer on the phone than the other? (laughs) There's a stereotype there, isn't there? There's a bit of a stereotype. (laughs) We didn't collect those data, but I think that's a fascinating possibility. It very well could be. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.